Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast Aussie Talks. My name is Jordan, and as you can tell by my accent and the name of this podcast, I am Australian making this the Aussie Talks podcast. On this podcast, we're going to talk about lots of different things. We're going to talk about sport. Uh, we're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about world issues. We're going to talk about things that interest me and things that interest you, the viewer. Uh, I'm going to give you, you know, a, a bit of news on stuff. I'm going to give you my own opinion, and I'm going to, you know, have a few segments along the way. We're going to have Jordan's big call. I know I referred to myself in the third person. I know it feels sick, but I just did it. We're also going to have other segments like the gag of the week, where it could be some big name person who just said something really, really silly. Uh, and yeah, we're going to add some other stuff into it. This podcast is going to go for about 10 to 15 minutes, but that could vary. And uh, I'm really excited to to get this underway. And without further ado, we're going to get started with our very first topic of the day, and that is the Novak Djokovic saga. Now, Mr. Novak Djokovic, one of the best tennis players in the world. He is the best tennis player in the world, one of the best I've ever seen. Now, he is no Roger Federer. He is not the GOAT. I don't want anyone to say that. Roger Federer is the greatest tennis player I've ever seen, and he is the GOAT of tennis. But irrespective of that, Djokovic has refused to get vaccinated. He was granted an exemption by the Victorian state government after Daniel Andrews said that under no circumstances will he receive an exemption. I will play that clip right now. Unless he was fully vaccinated. And what I want to make very clear is that the state of Victoria will not be applying for any exemptions for unvaccinated players. As you can see from this clip, it just shows the credibility of the Victorian state government and how they lie and lie and lie and how Dictator Dan, as uh, what we call him down in Victoria, and I think we're uh, more than entitled to as the most locked down city in the world, Melbourne was. Um, So I think we're more than entitled to do so. But he got this exemption. He had his visa, lied on his visa, and is now sitting in detention at... Uh, in Melbourne at one of the hotels that they use for refugees. As I'm recording this now, it is quarter to five on Sunday, the 16th of January. Right now, it is in the courts. For the second time, we are in the courts. Will an injunction be made? Will Djokovic be able to play? Should he be able to play is the question that I'm wanting to answer here. The question is, can he play? Who knows? Should he play? No. No. I'm sorry. If you break the rules, I don't care who you are, you get punished. If you drive with alcohol in your system, you get punished. If you rob a bank, you get punished. Now, those are two extremes right there. But Djokovic had invalid information on his visa, incomplete information, and had an invalid visa. I don't care who you are. Anyone else who tried to come to the country like that They wouldn't be allowed. Why would Djokovic be allowed? Now, this whole situation is because he doesn't get vaccinated, which is completely fine. I myself, I am vaccinated, but I've got friends who aren't vaccinated. You know, I don't think it should be mandated whatsoever, but that's a completely different topic. This whole thing is that he broke the rules. Now, Djokovic, with what's come out about him having COVID and attending a children's uh, tennis tournament is just, it's really... a poor look on uh, on him and that whole 
Serbian tennis. But irrespective of that, he should not play. And if he doesn't play, it opens up a real big opportunity for someone because I think Djokovic has won it, what, two or three years in a row now. He's just brilliant on this type of format and this type of open. So you're going to see a a call made in uh, our upcoming segment, Jordan's Big Call, and, uh, yeah, referring to myself in the third person again. But someone else will win the Australian Open. I cannot cannot see Djokovic playing playing at all. but yeah, we'll see what happens. It's a very interesting scenario. It's really divided Australia. I've never seen Australia so divided um, on tennis. We don't really care about tennis unless it's Australian Open or Wimbledon. So, you know, there was protests today in the city about it. Um, but yeah, his public perception almost changed overnight, Djokovic. You know, I'd never really liked him too much, but everyone now seems to just hate him and everything he's done. It doesn't help with what his dad said, but... Yeah, if you're uh, you're asking me, he should not play because you broke the rules. That plain and simple. And uh, yeah, you break the rules, can't play. And my use of the term, if you break the rules, you can't play, has just come into fruition. As I am about to upload this podcast, it has just been uh, broken that Novak Djokovic's appeal has been rejected, meaning he will be deported from the country. Uh, More news will break, but as I said, my statement still remains the same. If you break the rules, you can't play. And that big call, which we will see very, very soon, um, has just got a little bit closer. So, broken news just now. Novak Djokovic has been rejected on his appeal attempt by three judges moving on now to a specific sport thing that doesn't have any vaccine behind it or anything like the Djokovic situation Ben Simmons member of the Philadelphia 76ers Australian basketballer now this is a guy who has turned his back on his teammates he's turned his back on his coaches and some would even argue that he's turned his back on the country of Australia you know, he's never played for Australia in that uh, the World Championships, even though he didn't make the team the first time. So I'll give him a cup out. That, uh, that's a bit of exclusive news for you. But didn't want to play in the Olympics and didn't want to play in the World Championships. You know what? That's fine by him. Either way, he has not played an NBA game this season. He has been, you know, a, a real diva to his team. He's all about him. But in all fairness to him, almost every NBA player is. The question is, does he get traded? And my response is simply no. Should he be traded? Yes. Will he get traded? No. Because the Philadelphia 76ers and Elton Brand, who is their general manager, and their head of basketball operations, who I can't remember his name at the moment, are extremely old school when it comes to this sort of stuff. He signed a big contract. You know, I think it's $190 million or something. It was after an all-star appearance. But he will not get traded. We're going to see arguably one of the greatest Australian basketballers, if not, you know, he's achieved the most success at the NBA level, being, uh, I think, a multiple-time all-star, despite the fact he can't shoot the ball. A little bit of editing here. Ben Simmons did not achieve the most at the NBA level. He's had individual success, but not team success, like Andrew Bogut and Luke Longley and even Andrew Gaze. Um, So I'll revoke that statement. He is not going to get traded. He should go to somewhere... That allows him to be the second option, but he's not going to allow it. So whether he returns to Philadelphia or not, who knows? But this whole Ben Simmons holdout, whatever you want to call it, is a shocking look on him. It's a shocking look on Australian basketball. And 
to be completely honest, he needs to start playing games or are people going to forget about him? Why would anybody come and say, yeah, I'm going to give up an all-star for Ben Simmons? Now, the Philadelphia 76ers have had some really good trade offers that they've declined. They've stuck to their guns. So they're going to need to come up with something special to accept the trade. But look, we're going to see what happens, but I will. Not, I can't see him getting traded. He's going to spend a whole NBA season counting his money, although he's getting fined for every game that he misses. He is not going to play this season. There's your call. He's not going to play this season. It is time for our first ever segment on the Aussie Talks podcast. It is time for Gag of the Week. This Gag of the Week, it is a political Gag of the Week. It is done by none other than 26% approval rating. Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, she did an interview um, over the past few days and said this. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to... Now, in preparations for this podcast and doing my research, I've probably watched this a good 30 to 35 times, trying to really understand. If anyone actually knows what she's trying to say, please let me know. You know, like, I've got no idea what she's trying to say. The administration's been a joke. She's been a joke. 26% approval rating is just the worst ever. I don't know how you can be more unpopular than a president who, you know can't get through a coherent sentence but it's just what is she saying like it's just ridiculous you know these are the people that you know are in charge of policy in america and you know it doesn't affect me too much being australian uh, but i do take an interest in american politics and it is it is quite funny when you see this um this gag here and i think it pretty much just sums it up the uh, administration this whole thing no one knows what the hell's going on and the president doesn't know what the hell's going on so that is our gag of the week another story in uh, in sport happened overnight and has to do with cricket and it has to do with the stepping down of Virat Kohli as captain of the Indian cricket team um, with his recent outburst in South Africa accusing Supersport over the stump mic as you know match fixing and all that sort of stuff and you know raise the doubt of ball tampering with the South African team carried on sook whatever word you want to use it was not a good look for the game of cricket um I'm, I'm glad he's been stepped down whether he decided to step down on the indian cricket board uh we'll never really know on that you know they said no indian cricket board was involved but they definitely would be um the ic said they icc said they weren't gonna find him or anything like that which there's a bit of double standards i think if someone from england or australia let's say pat cummins went over the stump mic and says something like that there'd be some serious consequences uh and i think it, it sort of sums up the way virat Kohli plays he's a very aggressive player um you know been extremely out of form lately hasn't scored a, a century 
in I think two to three years, which is surprising for a player of his standards. You know, brilliant cricket player. I, you know, I've, I've had the honour of being able to watch him live several times and watch him when he made a ton in Perth about four years ago, which was really good. But yeah, it's sort of a, a pretty bad look in Indian cricket with the way they carried on. And you saw with Ashwin as well. And, you know, no one in the cricketing world likes Ashwin. He was talking about, you know, how super sport and how South Africa and as a whole um, had been sort of against India from the very start. Uh, the whole the whole country and there's been other things as opposed to the fact that they have batting collapses and they just they don't want to face facts so look this is a it's going to be a change for the Indian cricket team it's going to be a change for anyone watching the Indian cricket team because ever since you know Sachin Tendulkar retired Virat Kohli's really been the man and as he gets a bit older who knows where he'll go in terms of that with his game and everything but with him stepping down after his outburst it, it's very well uh, very well deserved yeah, that outburst was not good for the game, and it's good he stepped down. Hopefully, Rahane can come back in and I think put a bit more respect on the Indian cricket captain position because I feel like it lost a bit of respect overnight uh, with the way Virat Kohli acted. All right, it is time for Jordan's big call, the last thing we'll do on this podcast. Now, with the Australian Open coming up, I thought it'd be nothing better than do a big call on the Australian Open and. Well, with Djokovic most likely being out, and you already know my opinion on that, I'm going to go and try and predict the winner, and I believe that Tissipas from Greece will be the winner of the Australian Open. He's still 23 years of age. He burst on the scene a few years ago, beating Federer uh, at the Australian Open, and you know he hasn't had his, his big win yet, and I feel like this could be his time. Um, I'm not a huge follower of tennis, but I do watch um, the occasional match, and he is uh, he is a superstar and number four in the world. You know he's got a big opportunity here, and that is my big call. We will look back on these um, in future episodes. My calls and predictions aren't exactly great for those who know me personally. Um, they would have heard about the time I predicted that Mason Cox would be a top five forward in the AFL within two years, and I made this call after the prelim final in 2018, where he tore Richmond a new one. But since then, he uh, hasn't risen to the heights that I thought he would. Um, but yeah, that sort of shows my accuracy with predictions. So everything I said in this podcast will probably be wrong. But uh, let's let's just see what happens. Um, but yeah, that is my big call. Tissipas will win the Australian Open. All right, that is the end of the first episode of Aussie Talks. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. I hope you got a bit of enjoyment out of it. Uh, As I said earlier, this is something I want to work on and get consistent episodes out there um, from time to time. You know, this is something that I want to have my uh, listeners involved as well. So if you have any ideas on the podcast, uh, any feedback, please get in contact with me. Uh, My Twitter is at JordanM340 and... If you don't have Twitter, you can get in contact with me on Instagram at at Jordan underscore M340. So those are my socials there. They'll also be linked in the description of this podcast. Uh, It will be on Spotify. Uh, Hopefully another podcast will come out very soon. And, yeah, thanks again for tuning in. And I hope you got a bit of enjoyment out of it. And I'll see you next time. Cheers. Um.